Ask the Podcast Coach for November 24th, 2018. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music. That means, hey, it's Saturday morning. And it's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the School of Podcasting.com. And joining me right over there, the one and only Jim Cullison from the Average Guy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. A post Thanksgiving, at least here in the United States, everybody's kind of got a little bit of a food hangover, maybe a little yeah, bit. A little food coma going on. I know I definitely had that going on Thursday. I, we did the, you know, everybody does the turkey and the whole thing. We did something different this year. We did, um, we ordered from Cracker Barrel. And okay, they, so like a traditional yeah, Thanksgiving, the yeah, whole thing, the yeah, turkey, turkey, the stuffing, my, the mashed potatoes. My brother walks in with this, with this giant cardboard box and it says Cracker Barrel to go. And you open up and it's this big tin thing of turkey and ham and gravy and stuffing. And then you have these big white containers of Sweet potatoes, mashed potatoes, green beans, uh, the cranberry stuff that nobody eats. Um, and we grabbed some plates and threw it on the table and got done. It was like, all right, well, uh, there's no mess on the stove. And, you know, it's just you throw your, your plates in the dishwasher and throw the leftovers in the fridge and you're done. You're like, well, that was easy. And it was really good. I, I really because to me, I'm like, all right mashed potatoes like is this real mashed potatoes or is this like and they were it was quite yummy i was like my brother's like we're definitely doing this next year he goes it was man that's easy yeah none of this like none of this like is the turkey done no probably another 45 minutes it was like Mm -hmm. you know so hello fresh did you know i've been doing hello fresh now for the last six or seven months and they had a box you could buy that would they would send it all fresh to you and then you Uh, could cook it yourself so if you don't want to go and buy the turkey and some of those other kinds of things. And you got me thinking like correct cracker barrel doing this. Why has Kentucky fried chicken not gotten oh. in on this thing? Like they have all the materials, right? I mean, except for yeah, potatoes. Well, that's true. Yeah. But, but, but <laughs> yeah. some people don't care. Yeah. Like why have they not gotten in on this game? Yeah. So I don't know. That's true. Uh, it was, it was good. We grilled ours. Uh, my oh, daughter nice. We, we make a, I almost call it bacon skinned turkey now because it's, we make this weave, we make a bacon weave, you know, and mm-hmm. then you just lay it over the top of the turkey and I put it in a little envelope and then we grill it and it's just fantastic. And so that cooks for five or six hours, uh, kind of smoke it on the grill. Uh, and then uh, we, we cut that up and went to my son's house. So it was a fun, fun break. It is a nice kind of warm up to the holiday season here in the United States. Yeah. And you get Thanksgiving, you get a couple of days off. You go three or four weeks, it's Christmas, you go a week, it's New Year, and then you go into the holiday drought until Easter. Right? Yeah, that's so. that's the worst thing ever is New Year's in Ohio, because that's you're like, wow, we have three more months of winter. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no holidays. No holidays, nothing. No, no. You're used to like working every other, you know, every other week. Yeah. You're in you're in for a day or two. So it's coming up. I didn't, I actually, my podcast is live on Thursday nights and we, we yeah. canceled it every single, of course, we yeah. canceled every single Thanksgiving and it was nice to get a week off and I, I canceled them all at work as well. So not, no podcasts at work, no podcasts here. I didn't do one on Monday. Like it was weird. Not Dave, I'm, I'm five or six or seven days and without getting going live. This is my first live since last week. Well, it that, feels weird. Well, this is the question. I've seen this in so many different forms and stuff. It's the holidays. People are busy. Should you take, you know, now in your case, it makes sense to take it because it's on Thursday. 
And that's almost like a no brainer. Again, who is your audience that are going, no, man, suck it up and, you know, eat your turkey faster and record. But should you take a, a, a week off or two during the holidays? And that, and it's one of those where I've heard both sides of the of the fence on this one. What are your thoughts? I think I could get people to listen Thanksgiving evening, by the way, yeah. I mean, I, I, because people go to movies. They got nothing to do. They're in a coma. Yeah. I bet I could actually do it. Um, I, I say kind of it's up to you as to what you think your audience wants and what you have time for. That's the key it's, one, I think. It, it's really nice for me to take a break and and not to worry about it. And we did a big Black Friday episode last Thursday that would really cover in the two weeks like the, the 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 most appropriate day was Friday and it wouldn't make sense to have another podcast on top of that. So right. it for me, no, let's just leave that. And that's probably a tradition I'll do. I've done that a couple of years in a row now. And I will probably do that from here on out to have that Black Friday episode the week week ahead of time and let it go for two weeks. But Dave, yeah, I think you just have to make that decision like if you could you get two in the can and do one that way? Sure. See totally. that's to me. Right. I'm like, why not just put two in the can? You know, but but the thing there is then you have you're trying to do two podcasts in one week. You got to make sure you still have value in there. Not just like, okay, well it's Thanksgiving. So here's your episode kind of thing. But yeah, I, I, it's one of those things I think people tend to obsess over that you like either don't or do it's uh, and if you are going to take a break, say, Hey, next week it's a holiday here in the States. So we're not doing a show. Feel free to enjoy one of my 8 million that I have in the back catalog kind of thing i think as long as you announce it it's fine i don't know people sound like if you miss one week like you're gonna lose 30 percent of your audience and i go i think I if you just announce it and again i don't even think you need to announce it i i can't tell you how many podcasts i've been a part of or have listened to recently where they've skipped a week for whatever reason people were sick and i don't like <laughs> that day comes along and i'm like Oh, how dare they not do a podcast on the day I'm ready to listen to it. Unsubscribe. (laughs) (laughs) Like nobody does that. Like it's not a, so no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about it. Just come back the next week. Don't apologize. Just like, yes, that's another one. We're we're back. We're back. Like that's all people care about. We are, we are back. Hey, I had a podcast I listened to in real life. uh, um, uh, What's her Veronica Belmont. She, they just change hosts. And they didn't even they didn't even say anything yeah. about it. Just a brand new host said, came on with a little teaser, a little trailer. Hey, mm. we're gonna have a new season, season four, blah blah blah. They just kept going, no explanation of who or what or when. Did I unsubscribe? No. I'm like, okay, this sounds okay. I'm gonna keep. I like the content. I'm gonna keep, keep going. going. I'll give it a, yeah, I give it a try. If it if it gets really bad, I'll probably unsubscribe. But no, I don't think if you miss a week, I, I don't think people are gonna don't. Like you're important, but you're not that That important. important. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. This is one of those where you kind of go podcasting can change the world and you know, you'll, you'll meet, but on the other hand, at this point, you're still kind of just a podcast. It's like, I hate that phrase, but there are times you're like, yeah, that's the whole, I don't know. So especially I think the, um, the apology thing, when you come back, please don't apologize. Do it at the end if you're going to. But speaking of things that sometimes we obsess over, uh, we do have a question here from uh, Josh. Hey, Dave and Jim. This is Josh from the Corner Cutter podcast. I was wondering if you had any opinions on this, and that is whether you should have feedback, contact info, or your name at your website.com for your email address. Currently, I have feedback at thecornercutterpodcast.com. I've been thinking of changing it to Josh. I know it doesn't really matter, but 
I was wondering if like Josh, it's maybe better for a personal brand or is there one that's easier to remember? So I would appreciate you guys giving your thoughts on that. Thanks as always. This is Josh from the cornercutterpodcast.com. Have a great rest of your day. That's all about uh, Rubik's cubing, speed cubing. So there you go for the niche podcast. His uh, audio was great. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, um, feedback or Josh? Both. There yeah, you go. Make them, make them both and, and make them go right to one account. Like we, this is, it's 2018. See, that'd be, female. that'd be fun. Cause you could have, you could announce if you want to contact me, it's feedback at the corner cutters Then on your website, you could have Josh and then you could compare, you know, which ones, which put, put feedback in the show notes, but Josh on the contact page. And then you can see where people are coming from. But in the end, yeah. I'm, he even says thinking, in the middle, like, he goes, I'm probably overthinking this. I'm like, yes, yes, you are. Well, anything we're thinking about is yeah. worth overthinking yeah. about. So um, I would, in the podcast, I would use the feedback one because I think it's yeah. more formal that way. So, hey, if you want to contact us, send us an email for feedback. And then when I'm meeting people personally, you don't want to give them some feedback email address. That's that's awkward. Yeah, that's true. So then then you would have Josh at, right, at, at the address. So you can have both. And I would actually have info and I might even have, because, you know, people are just trying to find your email address and get it to you. And if you're making it hard for them to find it, they'll give it about, I don't know, 15, 20 seconds and then they're done. And I think you just should have your email address plastered everywhere, all over the place, as much as you can get it out there so that people know how to contact you. Because, Dave, you've looked, I've gone to go look for people and I can't find them. In 30 seconds, maybe, is what I give it. And then I'm like, okay, it's not that important. So yeah. so make sure they can find it. I'll get them later, yeah. So we're going to do this live. I'm going to share my screen, and we're going to go over. It's slowly coming up. Here it is. The Corner Cutters podcast. So I want to contact Josh. So I see he's got home, episode, subscribe, feedback, resources, support the show, guests, and about. So I don't see a button that says contact. So that would be my first suggestion. Make it obvious, but feedback is pretty close to contact. So if I click there, I go to feedback. There you go. He's got Josh at the corner cutter. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. Mm -hmm. And he's also got a form. So that way, whichever one you want. So yeah, you're good to go. So, um, yeah, I do both. Yeah. Have have them out there and super easy to get them forwarded. You know, once you've set up, however you've decided to do your domain or whoever's hosting it, sometimes they have a paid option to to do email. Sometimes you can pretty much now you're going to, pay for someone to host your email there's very few free sites left google's you're going to pay a little bit yeah microsoft used to offer it for free now you're going to pay a little bit so you're going to pay a little bit for email your host provider if you have hover they've got a five dollar a year or something like that option to get email and you can get yeah. i think up to five or something crazy like that so don't be skimpy on them then just push them all to one email address so you'd only have to be checking one yeah the uh the one thing i thought you know i've been on kind of a kick lately where facebook is facebook groups are more confusing than they're than I think they're worth. Um, I made a yes or no question. And the question was when you go to check out a podcast for the very first time and you go to their website, are you upset when there's no download button and only a player? So first things first, Jim, um, what are your thoughts on that? Mm. Well, if I'm going to the site specifically to click play, I, you know, I get super frustrated when it's buried. Yeah, like get that thing. Get that thing as close to the top as you possibly can. You know, I, 
I'm going to, you know, I say that. And then if you go to the average guy.tv, you do have to drill one, you know, you got to drill one level into, by the way, my front page is set up. I do have a jukebox player there. So if you wanted to click play right away, you could do it on the front page. So even though I say that, Dave, I'm probably not practicing. it. Well, see, I, I'm weird because I do the podcast rodeo show. So I want to download click. And a lot of times I want to download it, close your website and I'll listen to it on my computer. So I think I'm weird in that, but uh, the majority of people said, no, I'm not, I'm not upset if there's no download button. Um, that was 64, 22 people said, yes, I am. But here's the thing I thought was interesting. I only had two options. Yes or no. That was it. There was no maybe. And then people put in, I'm upset if no RSS feed link to copy paste into downcast. 10 people said that. Um, I don't check our podcast on other websites. Six, five people said that four people said, I wish they actually had a player on the homepage Four. I just thought it was interesting that I'm like, look, I asked a yes or no question and uh, you know, it, we yeah, got, I, we, just, I just realized I misunderstood your question. You were asking a, just a down, not a player, but a download link. Yeah. So that's what you were well, either. Or, I mean, I, I love, I think everybody should, should have a player. I'm just, a, I always want like, give me a player and underneath the player, some sort of download link. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I like, provi- I provide that. But yeah. I, is it necessary? I don't know. No, it's not necessary, but yeah. I, I, I sure wish people would do. That's a pet peeve of mine, especially when I do. Yeah. The thing that's so weird about the podcast rodeo show, I go, give me a link to your website and give me a link to a direct link to your, your file or the link to the episode where I can download it. And, I mean, does that sound complicated to a no. podcast? And I'll get I'll get one link. Somebody just sent me a link to their show on iTunes, and I'm like, that is neither. And I just want to like, all right. I just at that point, you know, I just want to instantly, you know, all right, you're done. Sorry, there's your review. Uh, but well, yeah, and I last week I played a little snippet of you that I had yes. cut out, and I and I had to go get that. Um, you know, I'd go out to yeah, yeah. and download it from there. I, but I never do that. Like I never download. I've, I've been listening to um, at night. I've been putting on YouTube videos of rain. I know this sounds funny. I'm having trouble sleeping and the rain is helping. Like it's calming and it's mm-hmm. soothing and it helps me go to sleep. So, but I've been listening to that and I actually had this thought. I'm like, I looked, I went, I'm like, I wonder if somebody has a podcast that is just the episodes are just different kinds of mm-hmm. relaxing sounds or rain. So I, I went into there and I looked for rain or rain sounds or sleeping and it's all, it's all talk, but no, anyways, but I had this thought, I'm like, maybe I'll start, a, maybe I'll start a podcast for myself. Cause I wanted to listen to it in my player. I didn't want YouTube streaming. You know why? Because when I wake up in the morning, I go to look at my, my stats, <laughs> my phone stats, and it shows YouTube for nine hours or whatever, yeah. because I've been playing that video. And I thought, I, you know, I wonder if I could just make this a downloadable podcast kind of thing. And I couldn't find any. So I don't know. Maybe I'll start a rain, listen to the rain podcast, and it'll just be rain sound. Yeah. You know, Stephanie says, does playing at a faster speed alter their voices much? Typically, it doesn't. It just makes them sound like they're talking like this really, really fast. And it takes all the spaces. Uh, if you're editing something like in Audacity or Sony Soundforge and you speed it up there, all of a sudden it starts to sound like that. And they sound like that. Uh, but if you, especially if you keep your export rate in multiples of 11, I think it is. That's why it's 64, 96, 128. If you do that differently, it used to be, especially flash players would make you sound like you were a chipmunk. 
Yeah. But no, it just it just speeds up the way it is, which I I'm I'm takes a, out the spaces. Yeah. Right? It removes spaces is what it does. Yeah. Randy says a white noise iOS app um uh, is priceless on the road. That's what I use. I use a one mm-hmm. called um uh, I think it's called something like mobile fan or something like that. Um and I love it. Well, cuz I'm on the road, I'm like, "Oh, cuz I have an actual like air filter thing. This is called bedtime fan. It's free." And it's because you have to watch some sort of weird ad, but it's just a picture of a fan. And then you pick your speed and you can set a timer. And <laughs> if I go, I want this on medium. Pick your speed. Yeah. And it's, it makes me watch an ad here. So, oh, that so, is so great. So if I go, nope, don't want to watch an ad. Thank you. There's the sound of the fan. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. It's awesome. I love this. Thing. Um, I, my daughter, like you think, you know, she's a millennial. She's all into technology. She's, She's the average girl is what she says she is. She's, she's dad's tech girl. She uses an old school fan in her room. She's, yeah. she, you'd think she could, she would just do this. Yeah. But no, I used to do that. She, People thought it was cool. weird. It's, it's, you know, it's 18 degrees outside, you know, six feet of snow and Dave's turning on the fan. And I'm like, it's just the sound. So, um, yeah, yes. The actual blades move on that. It actually spins around. It's ridiculous. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, wow, that was a tangent. <laughs> Exactly. Um, Let me see. Oh, here's another question that uh, this came in. I'm getting better now of when people email me during the week. Um, And we're kind of on a, uh, we're kind of on a things that maybe we don't need to obsess over um, kind of uh, theme today. He says, I have a dilemma and would like to know uh, what you do in this situation. I'm sending the same email to Rob and Elsie. I tell you that because I know y'all talk to each other, but I want to know your thoughts. After interviewing you for my podcast, I'm going to rename his, his name. I'm going to rename. I'm going to redact his name. Uh, where you suggested they wait, where you suggested I do both solo and guest episodes. I've started doing bonus episodes again. Cause he was like, should I do solo or should I do interview? And I went, what's wrong with both? Um, he says, but however, cause he's doing bonus episodes. My numbering is off now. He says, here's what I mean. I've released a total of 256 episodes. Episodes 1 through 17 were solo episodes. Starting with episode 18, I began interviewing people. I've released 200 episodes with guests. When I do a bonus solo episode, I say, hey, this is a bonus episode number 38 of the Name Redacted podcast. And today I'm talking about whatever. So this week I will release episodes 256 to 260 but Tuesdays and Thursdays episodes will be bonus episodes 37 and 38. Should I just leave this the way instead of trying to correct it? Hindsight is 2020. Uh, and anyone uh, sigh. I wish I'd made better decisions in starting July. So what would you do? Name redacted. And for me, I just went, wait, what? So if it's a solo show, it's a different numbering. I just went, wait, if, if you're putting out an episode, that's an, I don't understand the concept of bonus episodes myself. I'm like, if I decided, like, this show comes out right now on Saturday. If I throw something out on Wednesday, um, today's show, he said, trying to scramble quickly to find out what episode number this is. Today's show is episode number 234. So if I decide to put out a show on Wednesday, that's episode 235, unless it's like a one minute, in which case I don't number it. It's just like, hey, I don't know. What do you think, Jim? I, to me, I'm like, this is one of those things where I'm like, uh, yeah, well, we created numbering systems to serve us, not, not yeah. the other way around, yeah. right? And so it sounds to me like, you know, the 
I, I think like when, when we're worried about that and those numbering systems, however, if you're worried about people actually caring, nobody cares. Like right. I have no idea school podcasting. I listen to it every week. I have since 200 Dave. And I, I couldn't tell you what it is. I, I have to look up the number on my own show. Yeah. Like every week I'm like, Oh, is this three, you know, whatever. So, um, I don't, it, it, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like it, no it, one cares. No, it's it, in, you get a, you get a GUID when it goes to iTunes, they have their own number. It doesn't matter. Just as, yeah. just, it doesn't matter. Do the, what you want. The only reason they came into play was, and we're talking 2000, I don't know, six, seven, they came out with this thing called the iPod nano. And it looked about like this. This is a, got actual, one of those. This mm-hmm. is like a little bottle opener, but it's about the size of this thing. And, um, it didn't have a screen, which was the dumbest thing ever, but it was super duper small. But consequently, nobody knew what they were listening to. So people, that's when people started going, hey, ask the podcast coach, episode number 234. Well, that way, in the first five seconds, you could go, oh, no, I've already heard this and skip it. So that's why those came into play. And then the other question that I'm surprised they didn't ask is, where do I put the episode number? Because some people love to put it at the beginning of the title. Mm-hmm. And some people want to put it at the end because you probably should put it somewhere in your show notes. Cause in the event, somebody goes, wait, I heard this on episode number 612. If I go out to your website, I should be able to type in 612 and find that episode. But even that I scratch my head on because the only time that really comes into play, I would think is if somebody heard something from four months ago, because otherwise it's going to be probably, probably on the front page of your website. So it's just one of those things. Again, I think we kind of get, a little that one especially would yeah. to me an episode is an episode. Um I might I, I that's actually something I've been pondering of maybe in the middle of a week every now and then um put out like a seriously like a minute to two minute snippet um just for giggles. And I wouldn't even count that. I would be like it'll probably evaporate. You can actually do that with, with many things in your feed. You can say at least on Lipson you can't you can say look publish this on December first and have it expire on December 10th, which means it pulls it out of your feed. So if you're doing a special, you know, Christmas special now through the 10th, you know, blah, blah, blah. You can actually have it evaporate. But yeah, that's another one. I'm just like, I'm with you. I don't think, uh, I, I think half of it now, it's like you said, we do it for us. I think it's an yeah. ego thing. And I no, just, Well, it can be, but it, it's, it's a system that serves us. Like we should do it in a way that makes sense for us. We can keep track of it. I started when I started home gadget geeks, it was actually called home tech. And so my first hundred episodes are all HT 100 or HT 98 or HT whatever. And then I changed over to home gadget geeks and it became HGG. Right. And so there was a different numbering system, but for me, it just kind of helps me keep track of things. So however, it's best for you to get that done. 99.9% of your audience doesn't care. Michael in the chat room says, Hey, um, on the last episode I put into Lipson, I saw some sort of kind of tracking code thingy. That is the official uh, word for it. If you, thingy? yeah, it's the tracking, tracking code, code thingy. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's uh, what it is. Let me switch gears here and then I will share my screen. It's kind of like, in fact, I have somebody coming on the school of podcasting this week to talk about UTMs, which I have no idea what that stands for, but it's a, basically a tracking code in uh, like Google for lack of a better phrase. So, what it is, is when you go into your previous episodes in Libsyn, except I'm still not sharing my screen. There we go. 
Um, if I go into episodes here, wait a minute, I'm in the wrong spot. Content previously published. Um, there we go. So here's, here's the current one. I have an episode I'm looking at and I interviewed Kathy Heller. So if I click here to embed it, there's a little embed button at the top. It says custom tracking code. So what I, if I could do, if I said, Hey, I'm going to give this to Jim Cullison, I could type in Jim Cullison at the top and you'll notice where it puts this uh, little gizmo at the end of the download link that says stats dash code equals Jim Cullison. Um, it's the same thing. If I give you a link to the directory, uh, the embedly link, and I believe if I click here on get code, maybe not in the player. I thought it did. I'm pretty sure it does. But what that does is if you're trying to figure out where does, where's my audience coming from? I can see what country and stuff. So if I go into the stats for that episode, so what I did was I made a link for my newsletter and made a link for my website. Um, I was playing with LinkedIn. So I, I made a special link for LinkedIn, even though that's already a uh, destination. And I made a link for uh, my guest. So if I go into the the episode links, um, the specific stats for this episode, and I scroll down to the bottom, I can see I have a ton of people on my feed. And, and what is this? Um, okay, that's the player on my other page. But down at the bottom, you have stats code. So I can see that I had four people listen on my webpage the one day, then three the next, and then two the next. So I'm getting some plays on my actual website. Now, if I say, well, how many people listened in my newsletter? I could see two, basically, uh, one a day, which is about right because I don't have a huge news. Uh, this one's probably going to be zero. LinkedIn, yeah. So nobody listened on LinkedIn because I was playing without a ton. But it gives you the ability. So you could have multiple codes for one episode. So it's just a, another way of of doing that. It'll be interesting to see how people use this. But that's what it does. And I also found out that if I go here again, how I did that is I went to content, uh, previously published. And when you click on the embed code, you'll see the custom tracking code. But if you have a show that's not using the $20 or more plan, like Building a Better Dave, and I go to previously published, and I click on the embed code, no soup for you. I believe that is, that's something I just found out last time. I'm like, oh, you got to have the advanced stats package to have that option, but it's a neat little, I'll be interested to see as time goes on the creative ways people use that. But that's, that's what that is. Uh, the official, what was the, uh, what was the phrase again? The, um, the custom link thingy, I believe. Uh, <laughs> yes. The, the kind of tracking code thingy. So um, Stephanie asked, is anyone watching their pods on pod charts? Jim, are you? No. Yeah. I'm like, to no. me, I, I went over there. I looked at it. I did whatever you have to do to verify that. Yes, that's my show. And that's the last time I was over at pod charts. Um, for me, I, um, I don't know. I, I'm not, I just, I, I think this is a Libsyn thing for me and I'm not making this up. Somebody will release an episode and email support seven minutes later and go, my stats aren't moving. Or, and it just, they, I, when, so when we say people obsess over stats, they're seriously sitting there refreshing their screen going, it's not going up. And I'm just like, ah, uh, you know, and I look, I want more downloads like everybody else, but you know, it's a, it's a joke, but it's not a joke. Looking at your stats does not make them grow. In fact, actually it makes them shrink. 
Go look at your audience and see what they're talking about and try to come up with that next topic that's going to make people go, oh my gosh, you got to listen to this podcast. So um, I saw it. I did what it did. There's a ton of them now. You know, I, I think every week I get four different services now telling me that my show went up or down. You know, I used to be number seven in technology in U.S. for podcasting in this subgenre of a subgenre. And now I'm number nine. And I'm like, okay, would I have done everything differently this week? What should I have done differently? And I'm like, I don't know. I think I pretty much did the best I could. All right, moving on. It's so. Yeah. I think we've said it a thousand times uh, is that the valuable feedback. I mean, those charts are helpful. Kind of know where you're at. How are things? How do you compare against your your peers? That's really where that becomes effective. But man, when you're getting direct feedback from your listeners, that's the value. And uh, I, you just can't. I crave that to get it. And and I and I do every week. I get, and I'm sure you do on school of podcasting too. You get some. We get great feedback live here. Like yeah. I don't know if we, you know, the fact that we get, you know, today's a little, today's a little low at, at ten, at least in chat wing, listening live. But you know, typically we're fifteen or twenty. That's awesome feedback for us. So that's the kind of feedback I crave. I guess I don't worry about it as much because all my shows are live, and I get so much live yeah. feedback. Well, you that's know, I just don't even worry about it. I've actually been. I don't know. I guess. I don't know if it's luck or, or I would like to say it's because I plan it this way, but I've done a couple shows that I like the one about um, the three things every um, podcaster needs, which was basically how to set up your support. So I got a ton of feedback on that. And that was one that I hit play on. I'm like, this is not really your typical podcast. And so many people said, man, I had to go back and listen with notes. Um, and then the last one with Kathy Heller is uh, I, I brought her on. And I'm like, I hope my audience can connect that she was doing. She was really good. Yeah. She, she did this in the music business. We can take what she did and apply it to podcasting. And I had a lot of people say, man, that was a really good thing. And then, um, I, I basically went over a post that Tim page did that said, Hey, I actually quit my day job. And here are the things that made that possible. And when I looked at that and the first one was get out of debt, I went, Oh, that doesn't make that very easy. And I'm like, yeah, but that's true. That's what he did. And he explains how he had three jobs and, you know, did everything he could to get out of debt. But um, I got a ton of feedback on that. And it has nothing to do with charts or downloads. But I had people like just people saying, wow, that was good. You know, thanks so much for doing that. So uh, to me, that is almost more important to me than than downloads. I really don't. If I look at my downloads, I know. August ish, August, September, I actually had a dip. I don't know what was going on, but it just, you know, it happens and now it's back up and it's growing again. And that is something I think that a lot of people, when you just look at downloads, I I think it's just a general thing. I think your audience leaves and comes back. I think they do. I think they have to, I don't know if it's the fear of missing out or what I'm actually going to here's, here's the uh, talk about things that people don't care about. I'm going to actually cut down on my podcast consumption because I realize there are there are different versions of podcasts about podcasting. There are people that are outgoing and and you know there's interview shows and things like that. I gotta figure out how I and then there's some that just regurgitate the same old, same old in a way. And I'm like, I'm not learning anything from them. And that's that's not the right word to say. Um but I I'm just it's good stuff for beginner stuff, but it's nothing 
you know, like Daniel's thing on the the way people are getting kicked out of uh, IT. That was like, okay, you can't get that anyplace else, you know? Um, so I just dawned on me, and usually I was kind of blowing that off going, well, I'll listen for the first few minutes, and if it's something that I know, I'll just skip it. Well, I'm like, I'm constantly skipping stuff. But then I'm listening to a, uh, an audiobook right now called uh, Voice Triggers, something triggers. He said, point, talk triggers. Man, is this an interesting book? And I'm like, okay, so um, why am I not listening to something that's very interesting when I'm listening to something that nine times out of 10, I'm going, yeah, okay, got it. Next, next, next. So I was just like, this is dumb. You know, I'm like, I need to cut back on some of my, uh, for me, it's podcasts about podcasting. And it's nice because I want to know everybody in the space, but I'm like, I'm literally not getting anything out of these. I need to cut back. So mm-hmm. um, it's a good time of the year to do that, isn't it? Don't you think? Like, yeah. check your smoke alarms, uh, make sure your backups are working, and thin out your podcasts. I think those are three That's good it. things to do during this time of year. Yeah. You know what else is a good thing to do this time of year? Uh, thank our awesome. Supporters. Thank our awesome supporters. That's right. And if I can remember to hit the actual show, the slideshow button, there we go. Um, oh, this is always annoying. Okay. Because they are so stinking awesome. Um, and we're talking about awesome people like Josh from on the bubble podcast.com. Greg from debt where he teaches financial wellness. If you want to have a great today, get some weekly inspiration, go over to weekly That's from Jonathan Bloom. Glenn the Geek Hebert, uh, we might talk about my clean office, but I actually found a Horse Radio Network coffee mug, and uh, on the bottom, it's actually signed with a little note from Glenn Hebert. I was like, that's very cool. You can find him over at horseradionetwork.com, Josh Rivers over at podcastingexperiments.com, Max Trescott from aviationnewstalk.com, Shane from spybrary.com, and... Uh, Carrie Bond, Carrie Bond finder. Uh, the show is called Key West Perspective. Find it at keywestperspective.com slash podcasts. And then my buddy Ronsley over at Amplify Media Group. Find him at mustamplify.com. If you would like to be an awesome supporter, it's really awesome when you do that. Simply go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. And since next week is the first week of December, we'll be reading everybody's name. Otherwise, we just... Uh, Announce those that uh, are $20 or more. And speaking of that, um, I, I threw out one level. It's an hour a month with little old me, and it's almost half price. And that spot has been vacated. So if you're looking for consulting that's cheaper than it usually is, it's a Black Friday special on Saturday, I guess we could say. Uh, you can go over and claim that spot because there's only one. That's not something it's like, oh, we'll just let everybody know. It's like there's one person that gets that, and there was somebody that used that for a few months, got a bunch of uh, inexpensive, or we should say less expensive consulting, and uh, now it's uh, it's vacant for you to, to pick up. But we were talking about thinning the herd. Uh, Jim, is there anything that you wanted to do this year? that uh you didn't let me let me play a quick clip here because i found this i've been i yesterday all i did was clean that's all i did i i I threw out four bags of stuff uh it was amazing and i found this this morning on uh he said i had it i seriously just i have the here it is um and i was like apparently i was going to do a show
And I was like, oh yeah, I was going to do that show. This is my first, uh, my first thought of, I want to do a show with one podcast topic because the school of podcasting has multiple ones. I want to make a short show. And I actually, there is one. It, that's my double secret probation. And for the record, that's not my double secret probation. I have that domain name, howtopodcast.com. Right now it's pointing at a Paul Culligan book and a link to the school of podcasting. So we're kind of both cross promoting on that um, site. But that was when I was like, oh yeah, I was going to do that. And then I never did. So Jim, anything this year that you thought I'd like to do this. And all of a sudden, cause I know it's not December yet. It just feels like December. We got a whole another week in November to go through, but anything that no, you, went- it's just pre it's pre December. Yeah. This, this week in November is pre December because it, it's, if it's going to feel like no matter how much we do, it's going to feel like November or I mean, December to yeah. us. You know, I, I'd hope to do a little more promotion this year, a little more social promotion, a little more, um, you know, in kind of figuring out some of the LinkedIn and Facebook promotion stuff to get it, to get it out there. And I just, I haven't, I haven't done that at all. And, and so, you know, on the, on the home gadget geeks or on the average guy side, that was what I was hoping to do. We, we saw a tremendous lift with that on the Gallup side this year, where I actually have some folks who are spending not full time, but a lot of their time thinking about social promotions. And we've had a lot of luck and a lot of success. And I think our numbers are way up because of it. So yeah, yeah I kind of wish I'd have done more promotion for Home Gadget Geeks. I think we have a good product there. I just don't promote it enough. You know, I, I, I just don't, I, I tried and I stopped and started a newsletter about eight times this year. Just, <laughs> that's funny you say not, that. Yeah, Th- that's what I did. I, uh, yeah. I stopped mine cause it used to be in convert kit. I think you can do this in a Weber as well. And probably MailChimp. You can take your RSS feed and say, Hey, when I put out a new post, why don't you turn that into a newsletter, send it out to my people. And I stopped that when I realized that could get me kicked out of Amazon because I put associate links, affiliate links in my show notes. So those would then go to, well, I got kicked out of Amazon anyway. So Don, I'm like, Hey, I can go back to just doing this again. And if you ever wonder why my show notes are always a mile long, it's because I'm writing them like it's a newsletter. Um, and I turned that back on and that was just something I, it dawned on me that, uh, I should do. Um, and then the thing I did yesterday, I literally spent almost the entire day cleaning my office. Like I actually ran the vacuum in my office because you can see the actual carpet and what it is, especially when I was traveling, you would come home and you're like, all right, I'll put the swag over here. I'll go through the swag bag later. I'll do this. Here's a, here's a pile of business cards. Here's in, you know, I, uh, here's the mail and it's everything else. And I was like, holy cow. Like actually right now, it's, it's, it's alive. I got to go get an HDMI card, but there's the actual, the Mac. I actually dug out my Mac computer. Cause I'm getting questions on that while I'm doing this. The other thing I bought, these are kind of neat. Um, they're, that's still the same lights, but I bought these diffusing boxes that fit over them for like, I think there were 10 bucks each, um, which is actually helping the light. Cause I still have a fairly decent glare here, but I don't look quite so like, I don't know. I didn't like the way I looked before. Um, but it's weird because I swear, and I've heard about this. There's actually a book called Does This Clutter Make My Butt Look Fat? And it's all about how when you live in like clutter, it kind of like, like for me, if I go on a trip, the the last thing I do is I make my kitchen spotless. Because when I walk in the house and I throw down my suitcase and this and that, I walk in the kitchen, I don't go, 
uh, I got a sink full of dishes and uh, yeah. so it's just one of those things that's weird, but at least for me, when things are not cluttered, like when I walk in my office now, I actually feel good. I actually, I, number one, I kind of feel proud of myself. Um, and I just, I took all the boxes. They're now in my closet of all the microphones and things like that. I do have this. Let me grab two seconds to mm-hmm. ouch. Do you do this too? Where you uh, watch, watch you, your headphones. You roll there. over the headphone cable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I have a bag. I have a bag of cables. Literally it's oh stuffed full of cables. And this is because every microphone gives me a USB cable. It gives me a microphone cable, you know, and it's just like, this is like the first string bag of cables. I've got more over here, but I've got a big giant box in my closet because, well, you know, you might need those. And that's where I was like, I, I went, yeah. I went through a bunch of stuff yesterday that it was like, like I did an actual episode of this on building a better Dave. I had two phones. One had an answering machine and one was cordless. I was like, I don't have a home phone anymore. Probably haven't had a home phone for years. And just again, kind of did a, a inventory of like, do I need this? Is this giving me any value? But yet I'm taking up room. You know, I, uh, I found an old actual Sony Walkman that was completely just toast because I left the batteries in it. And it was all, you know, I was like, I thought, and immediately, of course, the technician even goes, oh, I could take these out and with a little baking soda and powder and I can clean up the contacts and I bet this thing would still work. And I'm like, even if I got it to work, I haven't listened to a cassette tape. I've got a bunch of them. I did find those. For those of you kids, this is a cassette tape. Ooh, this was, uh, you know, this is uh, the magic drummer tape, which means it's a drum machine that I've recorded on cassette that I could then play to. Again, why am I keeping that? I don't know, but right. um, it's yeah. that it's that time of year to maybe start thinking about next year. Like you said, you you want to do more promotion. Um, but I was just amazed at um, just having a clean environment can, for me at least, boost my creativity because I'm not walking in going ugh. So do you? It have- feels so much better. Yeah, it feels so much better when even I get the desk kind of cleaned off. I've mm-hmm. got a lot of clutter up on here and. So it just feels good to kind of get everything organized and in its place. And like you said, things cleaned up. I've got a stack of papers right here and there's like two or three things I need to do with them. And I, I just been sitting there. I look at them like, I really need to deal with those. And I just don't. And I, it's one of those, it's one of those things for me, uh, just kind of doing the budget on a more regular basis. I kind of, I had created a really complicated budget system for myself that we required like three hours every Saturday to, reconcile and run all these reports and right. cross-reference, right? All these things. And, uh, and I hated doing it. And so I've simplified, I have this running budget thing that I do now. I just kind of a system I created on my own where yeah, I can reconcile it in about five minutes and I'm good. I've got a high spot and a low spot and I kind of look for certain numbers and I'm good. It feels really good. I get, I, if I go four or five days, I kind of start getting antsy about the budget, you know, and I'm like, oh, I should probably, get that done because I've made it easier for myself. Now I just go in and do it. Man, I feel so much better when it's done. So I guess I would encourage people with their podcast, like think about as you're producing your next podcast, the next couple, when you get to those spots where you start getting a little jittery, you know, or you, you, you sense that you don't want to do the work, ask yourself the question, why? Like Mm. say, what am I, what is it about this part that I don't like and either fix it or outsource it. I mean, I think we have plenty, you know, Dave, five years ago when we started Ask the Podcast Coach, 
there weren't all these people willing to do all these things for money. No. Right. And today there is like, there's an abundance and there's some great people who listen to the show who are available to do these, whether it's edits or show notes or, you know, whatever guest prep or guest finding guests, like all these services are out there. If you've got something you're getting to, or it's slowing you down in my case, you know, I mentioned the newsletter. I don't know if I gain or lose anything from that silly newsletter for my listeners. They don't really care. They're used to me not delivering. Like I say, I'm going to on the newsletter anyway. So I, I just don't know if it gets that much better. I could outsource it. Liquidy said she, she, she asked me if I was looking for a writer. Um, I could outsource it. I don't find that much value in it today, but maybe there's some things that's stopping you that you could outsource and, uh, or just eliminate like, Hey, I don't really need this phone anymore. <laughs> like yeah, I have, a, I have these landline phones. I don't need Dave. Those should go in the recycle and they should go to Best Buy and be done. Right. Just get rid of them. Yeah. I, I donated about 14 books to the library, but my favorite was half the way I cleaned my office was I took a bunch of stuff and stuck it on my bed in the bedroom. Right. So then I was like, okay, the office is clean. If I'm going to sleep, I need to clean off the bedroom. I had, I'm talking overheaping. Like you have to like struggle to get the drawer open with black socks. I think I wore black socks five times this year. And I'm like, meanwhile, I've got all these other, you know, I've got sweatpants and all this other stuff that I have no room for. I'm like, you know, you don't really need that drawer of black socks because depending on how many people die and get married next year, um, that's the only time I wear black socks is a wedding or a funeral. So you, you probably need a pair or two. I've, I've been listening to Mike Murphy, not listening. Yeah. I've been talking to Mike Murphy Monday nights. He and I get together for a couple hours. We call it Monday night, happy hour. We just get on and just talk. Right? Yeah. And it's just a good time for he and I to connect. I really like Mike, but he's kind of gone into a very, very minimalistic. Yeah approach right and he it for him has said he says it's free yeah that's what yeah. i hear yeah i get so, that yeah but i was i was laughing i had a whole second set like i had all this stuff from having a second bed like i mean i have separate sets of sheets for my bed but i had the whole like the fluffy thing that you stick under the sheets to make it more puffier because apparently the mattress isn't puffy enough and extra pillows. And I'm like, for what? I don't have another bed here. And I'm like, is, and I do have a blow up bed. So if somebody actually did want to stay here, I I have an inflatable bed. If you don't want to use the couch. And I was like, I've had one person stay here one in three years. And I'm like, because if it's a family member, they're going to stay at my brother's house. He has like extra bedrooms all over the place. I'm like, okay, but yet this is taking up room in my closet. So that was gone. So do a little inventory. Uh, What kind of things, Dave, do you think with podcasting, what are those things that oh. we hold on to? What do we keep? Let's let's think through that. What what are those things that we don't need? Maybe, and it's going to be different for everybody. Oh, for right? me, but, and, and it's way different for me. But one of the things I have to like, I keep saying I'm going to do this, and I've done. I have literally a mixer in every room. I mean, every time I turn around, there was another mixer. I mean, I've got, and they're good mixers. I've got a really nice Behringer 18 channel. I've got the PreSonus one, you know, and I, that's the thing that's really cool right now. Like I have almost nothing on my desk. I have the Mix Pre-6. And um, so uh, the other thing, let's see, what other things do we clutter over with a podcast? I know the one thing that people don't do. In fact, I'm probably going to make this a free resource because uh, we had, you know, I do the the round tables for the school of podcasting and there's a brand new podcaster. And I cannot stress this enough. When you start off, make a folder for, for called podcasts, plural, because I know you're starting with one. Trust me, 
there's a really good chance there's going to be a second one. So you do that. Then inside that, you make a folder called the name of your show. So ask the podcast coach. Then you go into that folder and you have episodes. So it's podcast, ask the podcast coach episodes. And in that folder, you have 001, 002. And so that anything you're doing, any kind of clips, artwork, anything like that, it's in that folder. And then keep your Audacity file, your GarageBand, your Hindenburg, your Audition, whatever it is. Because I used to export all my files as a WAV file and then keep them. I don't do that anymore because if I want to go back and get a WAV file of this show, I can just open up the Hindenburg file and export it as a WAV. I don't have to keep it as a WAV. Um, but it just, otherwise, you end up looking for stuff over and over. I did it this morning. I uh, I cleaned my office and couldn't find a thing. I was like, wait a minute, where's the, where's the USB device to um, to put into, you know, the uh, to so we can get Mixler up and running? I can also let me let me bring up to the microphone. Did you know you could do this, Alexa? Where's the stretch and dust? Hmm, I don't know that one. Oh come on! Try it again, Alexa. I'm sorry. Where's the stretch and dust? Or if I just say... Sorry, I'm not sure about that. Alexa, I can't find the stretch and dust. Sorry, I don't know that. She's one. no helpful. All right. Um, what was it supposed to do? I told her last night, I said, remember, the stretch and dust is under the sink. Because I spent like 20 minutes looking for that thing yesterday. And if you're not sure what stretch and dust are... They're oh, they're the- I didn't realize you can, you can... It'll remember where things are at? It's supposed to. You're supposed to say, okay. Alexa, remember the stretch and dust is under the mm-hmm. sink. So I'm not sure how I then bring that back up. To remember this direction dust is on the sink, so I'm not sure. Yeah, right? so she's confused. <laughs> um, uh, Alexa, headphone adapter. You want me to remember headphone adapter, right? No. Well, she's in that loop because yeah. you she's yeah. still listening. What should I remember? Cancel. Cancel. Yeah, but there's you're supposed to be able to say remember this. And then it know that. it works that good. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, it's still tricky sometimes getting but, those things. But that is something again that you can waste a lot of time looking for stuff. And so I guess that's really where I'm headed at because podcast, we always hear, oh man, podcasting takes so so much more time than I thought. And then for me, especially that's where I use Evernote to organize my thoughts. I use folders to organize my shows. Um, and I don't look for stuff. I, and it was funny because the one time we we're doing a, a round table and I shared my screen and, and one of the members, they said, oh, well, such and such. And I go, oh, that's back on episode such and stuff. And I just went podcast, double click on this, double click on that, go to episodes. Here it is. And they're like, that is the most organized thing I've ever seen in my life. And I go, yeah, but exactly. And that took me 10 seconds to know right where it is. And especially if you're starting, if you do that up front, oh, does it make life so much? And that's just, that's why I always tell people that it's like, I've, because I'm, I've done this for years now. Like the school of podcasting folder is actually a little bit of a mess because I didn't do that from day one. And there's all sorts of stuff in there that that's a little messy. But my new podcaster, I have one called production that has all my intros and outros and my artwork. So if I ever need to go on the road, I can copy that folder in a Dropbox and I'm I'm good to go. Uh, and then I have one called finished episodes where I used to export my WAV files into that. Um, and that's actually where I export my MP3 file. So I have my, my, my podcast and then I go in, I've got uh, production episodes and finished. And it's just makes life a whole lot easier on finding mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So you will thank yeah. me later on that one. 
<laughs> yeah, no, it, I think it is good to get. Uh, I I too early got a folder structure. I do it a little bit differently than you do, but I have a folder structure that's the same across all the podcasts that I do. And and that was the other key is getting them all lined up so you expect the same things to be in the same folders across podcasts. Yeah. So podcast is the highest level, and then everything's in the same place. And it just makes it when you're clicking, and you'll actually get really good muscle memory uh, from knowing where to go and how to get it. And I can click through those things, clickety click, 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 click this down to find where things are at. I know it's bad when I move something or I rename something, and then I'm uh, every week for a, a month or two, I'm clicking the wrong file because I renamed it. But um, yeah, it's. I think those things are really important to get your get your digital life kind of cleaned up and straightened up and backed up and you know, I I had somebody bring over a laptop this morning who was like, hey, we did an update and now like it's mm. corrupted a Windows file system thing and it, it won't even, you can't even get to anything on it. And they were like, I'm writing a book and it's on there somewhere and I can't find oh, it. And can you, you know, and yeah, I think we found it and I, I made them restore it to another computer before I even touched the computer they currently have. That's probably the most important thing. But you know, are you, and I've said, I say this every year, you know, can you, are you backing up, not putting it in, putting it in the cloud in one space is not a backup. Like just because it's on OneDrive does not mean it's a backup, right? Just because it's sitting in the cloud somewhere doesn't mean it's a backup. Just because it's on Lipson doesn't mean it's a backup. at all. If that's, if that's the one space that it's at, right? So do you have it in a couple? Three is, three is ideal, right? Um, and, and, And do you have it, can you, if things were to go horribly wrong, can you get it back again? And can you, you know, can you find it? Those are all, I think, really important year end things to do. Yeah. The, um, did you get any Black Friday deals? Let's see. You know, I went out to Lowe's yesterday yeah. to buy some home stuff and everything I bought wasn't Black Friday. I'm not a big fan of Black Friday. I was going to buy an Xbox, but no. And I didn't, I don't need. I don't need any podcasting stuff, Dave. I'm really yeah. trying hard not to spend money on podcasting stuff right now. I went from my brother's house Thanksgiving night to Best Buy. And where I live, it's near the mall. And so we've got a Target right next to a Best Buy, right next to a Home Depot. And it was insanity. And what was really cool, actually, and because uh, I, I took Daniel J. Lewis. It's all Daniel J. Lewis's fault. But this will eventually get replaced with a 40-inch flat screen TV nice. for 120 bucks. I went, you're yeah. kidding me. Now no. it's, it's not the latest. It's not 4k. It's like led, hmm. but I'm like, for what I'm doing. Perfect. Yeah. And then the fun thing was, and talk about a first world problem. I think I have, I don't know, 32 something inch, 30 ish inch in my bedroom. And I'm like, Ooh, should I take the 30 inch and put it here? Take the 40 inch for the bedroom. And I'm like, what what kind of weird first world problem do you have? Which which large screen TV should I use? Which TV that is bigger than any TV my parents ever, ever had? Owned. Yeah, ever. Yeah, am I going to use? Yeah, to to back yeah. it. Well, that's cool. I I by the way, I wouldn't. I would leave your smaller one yeah. where it's at, and I would put the big one up behind. Yeah, because that you'll need to really dim it. You know, you know that right? When you when you whenever like this screen that's right here. Yeah. I can actually barely see that screen when I turn around. But really? Because of the yeah, because of the sensor, it they, they're light starved, right? So any light source that you put in there yeah. has to be super dim. Oh yeah, because so otherwise gonna, it's gonna it's yeah, a it's a weird a backlighting. Yeah, 
Yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. So I have, and here's the fun thing that you, boy, talk about it. So it's super cheap on the TV, but what do they do? Yeah. they. Ra- I don't know if they raise the price or this, the regular price of a, uh, a mount to put it on the wall. Oh yeah. Yeah. The TV's like $99 and the mount is a thousand yeah. now. It was, you know? it was uh 36, I think, or something like that. And then I go to Walmart yesterday because oh, I was on a, uh, I was just on a, out for punishment. So I went to Walmart and there was a stand there for like 27 bucks. I'm like, ah, I'm like, I'm not taking it back. Oh, uh, no, that's that. cheap. You, I was at Walmart last night and you can buy a mount. You can buy a TV install for $79 at the front register. Wow. <laughs> like they have, yeah. They were having like, Hey, do you need your TV mounted? Do you need your furniture put together? And hmm. for 35 bucks, they'll come out per item and put your furniture together. And I'm like, now that is yeah. probably worth but, it. But Best Buy yeah. wanted 200 bucks to do that because I'm like, I'm not Mr. Handy guy, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure I can, you know, screw a yeah, couple see, screws. I wish I lived all. close to you because I would, I'd put that TV on, <laughs> on the wall in a second. <laughs> so, in a second. Yeah. And, and because it's an apartment, I think I'm just going to deal with the fact that there's probably going to be a cable going up to it. You know what I mean? I know there's ways you can do this and hide this and that and have a sub wall. And I'm like, no, it's just, I'm, I'm going to be okay with that. I'll be, I'll, I'll deal with it. It's not a big deal. Well, 40 incher is going to need a pretty good mount on yeah. there. And you're going to want to make sure it's it's mounted correctly because that thing will yeah, drop. They're pretty light. But <laughs> Sitting there thing- in the middle, ask the podcast coach. <laughs> yeah. That'd it, be great to have on video. Yeah. Let's not do Let's not do that. Get somebody to install that thing. Yeah. The other thing I upgraded uh, from last week was um, I, I mentioned how iJingle had switched to some sort of webcaster Thing. And I actually looked at a bunch of different apps this morning. One was like 40 bucks that um, Ambrosia software, the people that make um, a bunch of really cool stuff on Mac, they had an app. Um, and all I wanted was like one that had a fade in and fade out and different playlists, kind of like this thing. And then I saw one, it was like three bucks. It was super duper simple. And I just went, hmm. And then I'm like, how much is the upgrade? 20 bucks. I'm like, you know what? No learning curve, kind of. Let's just upgrade. And so I, I did. So I'm still using iJingle for the, if you ever wonder how I'm playing all the fun-filled sound effects and, you know. Um, Dave, that brings up a good point. You were telling me about that in the pre-show. And I was like, you know, how often sometimes do we spend $100 to, you know, when we could have spent 10 and just stayed with what we had. You were looking at all these different solutions. And, you know, we looked at that Rode Podcaster uh, oh. box, whatever we, they call that thing. And yeah, that's 600 bucks. And it's got all kinds of fancy buttons, but you could have just spent 10 more dollars or 20 and had the newest version and you were fine. Like sometimes those shiny objects, you know, like, oh, you know, Ooh. I could spend a hundred. I could spend 10 and just upgrade or, yeah. you know, I could spend 150. Uh, and so I, I do that all the time where sometimes I've been uh, with Black Friday and stuff. I've been thinking about getting a Roomba vacuum. Cleaner oh, yeah. So I started with the cheap ones, two fifty, right? And I'm thinking, okay, do I two fifty? Do I really need this thing? And by the end of it, I'm spending a thousand dollars on the i nine or i seven seven i, whatever it is. It empties itself and walks the dog, right? You know, and makes Does the dishes, yeah. And uh, it, it was one of those kind of. I'm like, okay, and do do I need to throw a thousand dollars at a fifteen minute a weekend problem? Like, I have a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> 
in 30 minutes, I could vacuum the whole house. Like I can, I can do that. And do I need a machine to do that for a thousand dollars? So I think sometimes in podcasting, we think we've got to have all the fancy gear to be able to get this stuff done. And do I need an expensive pre, pre, do I need a road this or a Heil that, or, you know, and it's like, no, actually you don't, but you know, so it's crazy. Um, I know it's, I did the same thing last year with a TV went in, I'm just going to get a basic flat screen and ended up walking out with a, like a 50 inch giant thing, which then had to have me go buy a new table because the TV was so big. It didn't fit on my old table. It was, uh, was crazy. Jim, anything fun coming up on the average TV? Yeah, no, we took the week off. That's right. We still have that black Friday episode out there. If you haven't listened to it, uh, much of it is still true. A lot of the black Friday specials go for all month. Apparently black Friday is not a day anymore. It's a month. It's a month. So, Head out to theaverageguy.tv. Got it. On the School of Podcasting, I'll be interviewing one of my Australian friends about your podcast launch, as well as Google UTMs, which allow you to track where people are coming from your show. We're here every Saturday, 1030 Eastern. Stick around for some post-show. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world, one download at a time.